on the Newman Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Pepsi, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Jets, Blake Cripps. Welcome back to the JetCast, episode four. This week, it's all basketball. Coming up next segment, we'll be joined by Haley Albers, a junior forward on the women's basketball team. We'll also catch up with head coach R.J. Allen of the men's basketball team. That's in segment three, but we're starting off today with the head women's basketball coach of the Jets as they get set to make a road trip out to Pittsburgh State and Missouri Southern on Thursday and Saturday, the three-game week in the MIAA. Tough week for the Jets. Aaron Spence is my guest. Coach, I appreciate your time as always. Oh, my pleasure. And and is there another sport other than basketball right now? <laughs> well, well, there. I think Coach Smith might have something to say about that. Coach Murphy might be disappointed you forgot him too. But those uh, are activities. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you deal with that. Um, you know, on Monday, uh, in a three-point loss against Central Missouri, you coached against a coach that ended up getting his 700th career win in, in 31 years. What's it like for you personally to be leading this program in this top-tier NCAA Division II conference against these great coaches that you get to face night in and night out and these great programs? I, I said on the road... It, in your first road trip, it didn't really feel like you're in the MIAA, but just because Northeastern State and Rogers State have been for a cup of coffee, Central Missouri is a blue blood MIAA program, and uh, you guys were with them until the the very last seconds of the game. Yeah, no question. And you know, even before we got in the MIAA, I've I've known all these coaches for a long time, and it's 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 what I keep telling people. It's as good as as low-level, mid-major Division One conferences. Having been a Division One head coach myself, I, I can attest to that. It's it's coaches that are that are entrenched in their program. If you're looking for a head job, there's none coming open. So, you you know you're not coming to the MIAA right now unless your school transitions into the league. You know which we're still looking for two more schools. Um, but it's yeah, and I've known like I said, known these coaches for a long time, and and I, I've known what we were getting into and and by the way you've been playing some of these schools and and you've also beaten some of these schools too by the way i just want to point that out yeah and no no question and and but the challenge for us is we can get there but can we sustain it you know and, and i know that's there's some things that i i say that some people don't want to hear but it's it's not enough for me at this stage of my career to just be close you know i i want to be in a position i want to have the 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 resources, the ability to to beat these people consistently, because we've shown signs that we we you know we can that we're capable and and beating ranked teams, you know whether it's the national champion in Lubbock Christian, uh, Emporia State, Washburn, all those Central Missouri, whoever it is in our league, but you know because in my mind I, and I tell recruits I'm I'm still approaching this as if I was still a Division One head coach preparing for Louisiana Tech and Michigan and those schools, Kansas, you know, that we have played at that level and beaten. So um, 
I, I just, you know, it, it's a tough road for us to try to sustain it and keep it there. But, you know, it is a very well-coached league, and, and it's probably coached better than the actual talent in the league. And the women's basketball side of the MIAA is uh, – it's a it's it's a different animal for sure. <laughs> it certainly is. You know, you as I think back over the the years, you guys have had some big wins in this building for whatever reason. You've got a win over uh, Washburn, which was your first uh, when you beat them first in a long, long while. Then you beat them a couple couple other times too. Um, you had a couple wins over Emporia State once when they were the number 10 team in the country. I remember uh, one season where you were the only team that beat Lubbock Christian all year. Last year, only team that beat Lubbock Christian all year in the Heartland Conference. Um, what, what is it about playing these, these big marquee teams when they come in, uh, to this building at least, you guys seem like you're, you're up for the challenge. Yeah, it's. I think it's about how we go about it every day. You know, it's it's... Even like early season, we have game day shoot-arounds. You know, we, we don't go longer than 30 minutes because we're preparing for down the road when you get to a conference tournament or an NCAA tournament um, or NIT, whatever it is, you only get game day, you'll get 25, 30 minutes. So we're trying to get our kids used to that early, early on. Um, I think we do a good job of of not killing our kids. You know, we, we've been doing this load management thing way before it came this sexy term in the NBA. And, you know, you look at – we don't have anybody on our roster that's in the top of the league, probably the top 20 in the league in minutes played. And so we're, no, trying, we're trying to spread it out. And, you know, when, it, when I was at New Mexico State, I had the opportunity to spend a few days with the Spurs and learn from Pop and, those, and, and, and how he rested players and, and extended minutes on some and – and it's something that we've been doing for a long time. And, you know, you think back to, I think it was my second year when Alex Chabatoni was here. Emporia State came in here, number one ranked team in the country. And we had them beat to the end, made a couple mistakes. And, you know, so it, it's just, it's about how we go about it every single day. We develop, try to develop within our, our, our roster this deep, sincere, genuine love for each other and care for each other that'll help us through the tough times and especially prepare us for the the delay the David and Goliath moment. Uh, Darren Spence is my guest here on the Deathcast. <clears throat> Coach, you've got so many of your players now that are in the Newman University record book holding records. Uh, Bria Caldwell now passed, uh, or Bria DeGrade, I should say, all-time leading scorer. Brianna Caldwell was the three-point leader. Now it's Caitlin Potter. Sierra Jaden doesn't get talked about enough. The uh, all-time assist leader here. Um, what's it like for you to have so many of your players holding these uh, these records in the Jet record book? Well, a couple things. You know, it's 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 how we've put our rosters together, trying to get more traditional freshmen so they're here for longer periods of time. Yeah, we have a couple of transfers mixed in, but I think the program before, and I think a lot of programs here, have been so much transfer-heavy rosters, and you can't build anything long-term doing that. You've got to get some traditional freshmen in, gives them a chance to grow, and, and if they'll have some patience, and that's the tough thing for kids these days. You know, they go, they don't play as a freshman, and they're looking to transfer out and go somewhere else, or if you're too hard on them or too demanding, you know, they don't want that, and, that, and that's a different problem through through our younger basketball, you know, steps. But, you, you know, you brought up Sierra Jaden, and just how, how – much that kid did for us in four years it's amazing um maybe not in the scoring but in all the other yeah other uh you know 
facets of the game. And, you know, Mally Wright and Bree Caldwell being a Wichita kid. You know, if, had that kid been healthy. Oh, could have put that three-point record way higher. Yeah, she um, – yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I feel really good. I, I, I have um, a lot of joy in the program that we've built here, especially in these last four years with Coach Crum coming in and helping us. And, um, you know, we've just, we've just turned the corner. And, yeah, we may not win 23 games, but we're going to have a fun team. We're going to have a – have an exciting group of, of people to be around, and in, and in turn, we're going to be better and play our better basketball as, as the days go on. Right. One of my great regrets is that 2016-2017 season, not getting to see those freshmen for their senior year, uh, Mally Wright and, and Sierra Jaden. Do you keep touch? You keep in touch with any of those former Jets? I, I do see uh, one of your former players, Erica Ulrich, she uh, it's back from North Carolina. She's around the gym quite a bit on game day. Yeah, she is, and, and she's teaching here in Wichita. I knew I, I and, found that out from she was talking to Bernie about that actually. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and that knucklehead um, <laughs> played for my great friend, you know, Todd Clark down at Cali JUCO. And we've had we've had a handful of Cali kids come through here. Um, which the JUCO kids that we recruit, we try to get them from programs that we know very well and that we know what they do in those programs and those are the ones that really do well for us but yeah all those kids you know with the with the social media days it's easier to to keep in touch and see what they're doing and see how they're doing you know Keisha Buckner's in Wichita here teaches I've seen also. her a couple times and so it's yeah it's it's a lot of fun the rest of them that we've had we're, or we're so much smarter than me, and they're into physical therapy. You know, Kennedy Smith's in, in, I think she was in Michigan. She might be somewhere else now doing physical therapy. And it's just, it's an amazing to see what they do and, and just what, what good people they are. Here with uh, Darren Spence on the podcast. Coach, I thought as an olding bald coach, I, I'd ask you a couple other olding questions. What's it like for you to see this basketball fashion turn around where uh, you guys probably had uh, short, shorter than you'd like to admit when you were playing, and then it got long and baggy, and now they're trying to roll up the shorts because they made them too long, and the guys and girls all want to wear them short. What, what's that like? Yeah, it's. I can show you some pictures. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, when it went long, I just never understood that. I mean, I, I a little bit longer, yes, but um, you know, I remember my senior year playing at Marymount College in in '85. We had we ordered some new shorts, and I got a bigger pair, a longer pair, but not not crazy long. How it got in you know '90s and. But I Iverson shorts. Yeah, and then you know everybody wore the the spandex underneath the shorts. Yeah, that was the next thing. And, and now it's coming back to that. They're all wearing the the three quarter length or the full length tights underneath. And I don't mind the shorter shorts. I actually like them better. What I don't like, is, I don't mind the rolling of the waistband. But what our players will never do is tuck them from up under at the bottom. Yeah, I don't like that either. I, I don't I, understand it. I tell them they're not doing it. I, I, tell them, I tell them when we recruit them you're not doing it, even if they're doing it during their high school days. It's just not a good look. It's we're not. not. We're, we're not on the beach. We're, we're on a basketball court. and um, There is a sense of, I want to see your personality in our program. However, there's <laughs> a line drawn right there. And, and, it, and it's, a, it's a sad day, too, that with officiating that we've made them the fashion police. You know, yeah, That's true. And you got to have your shirts tucked in. And, and it's worse in high school. Yeah, uh, way worse. Right now, club basketball and all that good stuff. But, um, 
you know, you don't need those shorts really, really long because it gets in the way of your killer crossover. Yeah, you know, that, you're that, through the legs stuff, and I'm so sure. that's what I think. And now, as we turned into this over dribbled, you know, sport, those longer shorts were getting in the way of, of their ball handling skills. <laughs> I'm talking with Darren Spence. Yeah, the the next the next jet shorts when you guys get a uniform reorder, I think you're going to have to get them all uh, shorter. It looks like based on their preferences. Analytics has become so big at the NBA level. I, I think it's starting to permeate down to the Division One level a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts on, on these analytics, and, and how much do you guys utilize them, if at all, for your program? I can't even spell the word. So, <laughs> uh, you know, as an olding ball coach, I, don't, I really don't look at it at all. We look at some statistics – um, throughout my career, I've been a big uh, proponent of mid-range game, where everybody went to layups or threes, you know. Yeah. And we shoot a lot of threes, but um, because it's such a short shot, even for the women's game, and it, our our line does need to go back to the international line, like the men are going to do, or Division One men have done. Um, but uh, we still do mid-range. I, I still I like the line extended. Because I, I want to go back and establish a post-up game, you know. And I think in time, the game is going to go back that way. I, I think everybody's going to get tired of all these 6'5 girls jacking threes and 7-foot guys, you know, and nobody in the lane, and it's all rip and drive stuff. So I, I think, you know, if anybody can bring back a post-up game, you're going to have a lot more success, shoot more free throws. And that's probably been the success of, of our free throw shooting, why we shoot so many free throws, because we do have a post-up game. We work off the post, uh, you know, cut off the post, that kind of thing, and which is, you know, a, a, an older way of playing. Final question for you here on the podcast. We're going to bring in Haley Albers here in uh, just a little bit to talk about the Jets as they get set for Pittsburgh State on Thursday and uh, Missouri Southern coming up on Saturday. Uh, and I'm going to give you the heavy-hitting one here last. If your family does Christmas, best Christmas present you got. And if you don't, that's fine. My parents don't give each other presents anymore. What was the best one you got this year? Oh, I, I played golf on Christmas Day with my dad in Palm Springs. That's a pretty good present. Yeah, it's it's um yeah, it'd been a couple of years since I've actually been with my dad and I was gonna go this last summer and he had shoulder surgery so he couldn't play golf. You know, so I was like <laughs> no point in going. Yeah, so if I go out there and visit with him, he's gonna put me to work in his garden or something. I was like, nah and he lives, you know, at, at Mission Lakes Country Club in Desert Hot Springs. Oh, wow. I was like, I'm not gonna be that close and not be able to play with him. <laughs> Uh, but our recruiting got, you know, really, really busy. And so I just this year I said, you know what, I'm I'm going. I'm going to go spend time with him. And we had a we had a good couple of days of golfing. And, you know, that, that will – I'll remember that for a long time. Well, you could golf on Christmas. That's a present a lot of guys wish they could get in the northern half of the country. Right. Darren Spence, uh, thanks so much for the time as always. I appreciate it. Thank you. When we come back, Haley Albers will join us as we continue the JetCast right after this. Where can you land the best jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics and NewJetsGear.com. Store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere. From latest clothing styles and hats to Newman branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. And NewJetsGear.com is your place to purchase sports specific, alumni, parents, and hard to find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone. And NewJetsGear.com or click the Shop Now button at NewmanJets.com.
Welcome back to the JetCast as we get back to work here with episode four, focusing on basketball. My second guest today is Haley Albers, a junior forward out of Cheney, Kansas, averaging seven points per game for this Jet team. Haley Albers, thanks so much for the time. Yes, thank you, Blake. Well, a three-point loss, you guys really battled on Monday against Central Missouri. In your mind, as you watched from the bench and playing on the court, what do you think the, the slim difference in the game was? I think um, the offensive rebounds hurt us quite a bit. Um, like, we did good, but the rebounds that they did get, they scored on, and so that kind of hurt us. And then just not finishing, like, we had good looks and just not stepping up in those moments. Three straight games you had with 10 points. You've played well in the last two games. What's allowed you to have more offensive success here in these last few games than you had maybe at the start of the season? Um, I think just stepping up in those moments and knowing that um, I have the confidence to knock down those shots um, has been really helpful. And then just my teammates getting me the ball and getting good looks. Haley Albers, my guest, the Cheney Cardinal joining me. Coaches said how you've been really struggling with diet issues and trying to keep your energy up. How frustrating has that been to, you know, have this kind of put upon you with, under, with no fault of your own, just kind of something that happens? Yeah, it was definitely a struggle, especially towards the beginning of the year, because I've been dealing with it um, since the end of last year, um, like May. And so it's been kind of this ongoing process and just figuring out the right combination of like medication and then lifestyle changes and just getting it back. Well, and, and you had the Achilles injury before that. So as of today, how are you feeling now? I'm pretty good overall. Can't complain, obviously, a little bit uh, stiff from the game Monday, sure. but um, overall, pretty good shape, I would say. Haley Albers is my guest. How nice is it to be able to go home to Cheney a little bit over the, the Christmas holiday here with the, with the family so close and always watching your games? Yeah, it's definitely nice. Uh, my sister and my brother, they both play um, basketball, so it's nice to catch a couple games and go out and support them too. Uh, any, any sports that you like to watch when you're not playing basketball, or do, do you watch basketball? Are you a sports fan of any other sports or teams or players? Yeah, um, I like to watch college basketball big uh, Jayhawks fan so that's my girl sounds yeah. good mm -hmm. uh, favorite player on the team uh right now I, I I will understand if you don't have one because as a Jayhawks fan myself I don't get a chance to watch a lot of the games so I'm watching you guys all the time yeah, so I've missed quite a few games um but the point guard Dotson he's pretty oh. good I like to watch him play yeah that, that that is a good choice Haley Albers is my guest biology and pre-med as your major uh, what are your plans after college? I, I'm assuming your immediate plans after college are more college. Yeah, uh, med school will be next up, so I'll be another four years, and then on from there, residency and all that fun stuff. That's that's a long endeavor you're on. Yep. What's uh, what's the end goal after all that? What what uh, what branch of medicine are you thinking that you might like to get into? Um, so right now I'm thinking maybe sports medicine or orthopedics um also maybe something dealing with kids um so some pediatric specialty but you know there's a lot of stuff out there so i'll probably figure it out once i get more into the clinical rotations and stuff do you miss being a multi-sport athlete because when you were a cardinal at cheney you got to play a lot of different sports and contribute and you were busy all year not that women's basketball doesn't keep you busy all year is there a part of that that you miss or is it nice with the schoolwork to be able to just focus on one sport i definitely like being able to focus on basketball you know sometimes um 
almost, you know, just playing different sports just kind of gives you, like, different actions. Or, like, when volleyball season, like, watching them play, I was like, oh, man, wish I could be out there. But, I don't know, it's definitely fun to focus on basketball and that be, like, my main focus instead of having to juggle, like, four things at once. <laughs> oh, sure. They, if you follow the Newman women's basketball team on Twitter, you know that they have. And, by the way, it's Newman UW. BB Jets on Twitter. A little bit complicated. Newman UW BB Jets on Twitter. They have what they call a Meet the Player Monday. And one of the facts that they revealed about you was that your favorite movie was Lord of the Rings. Yes. My question would be which Lord of the Rings? Well, movie wise, it has to be Return of the King. That's the best one. That's a good one. Um, they're all pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the books so. are better. If Books, you read those. I, I thought they were pretty boring myself. Uh, now, I'm not as smart as you, though, so maybe that's why. I was more of a Two Towers fan myself. The movie? Yes. Mm, see, I think that's the worst one. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I'm known for having unpopular opinions. We'll get you out of here on this. Pitt State coming up. Um, they played Fort Hay State really tough. I think tougher than maybe anybody thought. And so you're going to be playing yet another MIAA team. Three of your last four have been against MIAA teams that have been either at first place or the second best record in the league. So uh, another tough road trip coming up. What do you expect to see out of your trip to Pittsburgh State and then going on to Missouri Southern in this tough three-game week, Monday, Thursday, Saturday this week? Um, we're definitely going to have to go out and compete. Um, it's definitely going to be one of those games you're going to have to grind out, um, take each possession um, by possession, and then regardless of what happens the first game, win or lose, we have to go out and take care of business second game at Missouri Southern. Haley Albers from Cheney on this Newman women's basketball team. They take on Pittsburgh State Thursday, Missouri Southern on Saturday. Haley, thanks so much for the time. Thank you. When we come back, we'll be joined by Coach R.J. Allen, get an update on the men who won their first ever MIAA game on Monday against the Mules of Central Missouri when we return on the JetCast. Great performances on the court do not happen without great support off the court. That's why Newman Athletics is excited to announce the opening of its new Aviator Club. We invite you to join us in the important mission of supporting the Jets. You can make a huge difference in the lives of our 300 student-athletes by signing up for one of the four club levels. Becoming a member is easy and will have a great impact on Newman Athletic Facilities, recruiting, and more. Plus, memberships come with privileges like game passes, discounts at the new online Jet Store, special events, and much, much more. So join today by clicking on the Aviator Club on our website, newmanjets.com. And as always, thanks for your support of Newman University Athletics. Final segment of the JetCast here is we welcome in the head men's basketball coach of the New York Jets, R.J. Allen. And coach, uh, boy, it's got to be got to be easier to come into work after a win like you guys just had against Central Missouri. Uh, how, how did that feel in the locker room to, to get that monkey off the back and to get that win in the win column that you guys have been so close for for the first four games? Yeah, just it is nice. It is nice to get back in the win column. It is nice to to kind of get over the hump a little bit. You know, what we still have to understand, there's a lot left in the season. And, and kind of the, the message to the guys, like, whether you won the game or you lost the game, like, 
there's still a lot of basketball left to be played. So um, it definitely helps with their confidence and, and their focus, but we want to continue to have the focus. Uh, we felt like we've been there right there, um, right in the thick of things. So we you know, use that win as, as just a little bit of, uh, you know, a boat of confidence for those guys to see if we can string some back and, uh, you know, back to back and, and continue to build some momentum. One of your strengths as a coach since you've taken over has been kind of changing midstreams, I think, most of the time due to injuries, having to get off one thing you're doing, change to something else. What's the key to making a rotation change like that in the middle of the year? You made one on Monday that worked out with Omar Boone stepping into the starting point guard spot and playing pretty well. Yeah, it's just... You know, you're you're always trying to figure figure your group out, figure your team out. Um, you know, and and studying these guys, and you know, watching film and, and evaluating. We're constantly doing that as a staff. We're constantly meeting and talking about, you know, uh, guys that that give us um, maybe a boost here and there, and and who's playing well, and and you know, just messing with the rotation from time to time. That's just a part of it. That's what you go through over the course of a season. And, you know, Omar has been a guy that is, like, you can start to see the confidence in his mannerism, in his face, how he communicates. Uh, He's becoming more confident in what we want from him. And, uh, you know, he gets an opportunity to to step into a starting role, and, and he performed well. Does it seems like you guys are running more set plays this year? Is is that is that true? Is that by is that by design? And what were the what was the thought process coming into the year to run so many set plays? We are um, just with this group as a as a group that is um, you know learning and, and and trying to figure it out. I think w- what that does is just there's a little bit more responsibility it's like more cut cut and dry there's not as much gray area when you're just kind of uh, maybe more so of a motion team and you're making reads it's like there, there's definite responsibilities defined roles for exactly what you're responsible for within that within that possession so and I just think that fits this group a little better um, now it poses some challenges as far as uh, you know, memorization and memorizing. So you, there's that fine line in figuring out, you know, you don't want to overload uh, guys. You still want them playing t- to their instincts and, and, and feeling a sense of freedom. Uh, but at the same time, I think like with this team, you know, just kind of defining responsibilities uh, helps this group. RJ Allen is my guest, head men's basketball coach. You're getting set to take on Pittsburgh State on the road tomorrow, and then the Lions of Missouri Southern coming up on Saturday. Do you feel like a lot more teams in college basketball are running sets this year? I know that uh, Andre Cook last year was infamous for the number of sets he ran for the Hilltoppers, and Worked out pretty well for them last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just like it's it's personnel based. You know w- w- what works best. I think uh, a lot of it's philosophy. Um, you know what you're comfortable teaching. Uh, just just for us, just with this group. Um, you know, I think they just when you put them in situations and you kind of define those roles. It, they they tend to have more success versus a group last year, you know, and you have guys like Ben Aaron and some of those other guys you can just kind of go put a ball in his hands and say, go make a play, make the read. Um, you know, he excelled at that. So, I, you know, from, from year to year for us, I think, you know, what I've 
done and my philosophy is just kind of read the team you know what what works best for those guys and and like you said yeah like St. Ed's is Coach Cook has done a phenomenal job and and that's kind of what he's done and he's kind of you know moved towards that for us it's been you know just kind of figuring out our team and and some of that has to do with the adjustments that we've had to make too you know with with injuries and and losing guys and 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 kind of tinkering with rotations a little bit I I just have to you know find what works best for this group well speaking of guys that you've lost uh we did want to get an update on DeAndre Johnson uh who went out with that injury and Amari Stoudemire surgery has he had surgery yet is he recovering how how's he how's he doing and and is he planning to to come back on campus here in in January for second semester yeah so he had surgery um January the 8th um today actually gotcha so um he he's uh he's uh you know, they they actually what we were told was that they weren't exactly sure what type of procedure that they were going to do. So there you is, had mentioned that there is a you know a, a glimmer of hope that there could be maybe a you know a, a lesser procedure um, that they can go, go in and do. But they weren't particularly sure until they went in um, and, and started the operation. So uh, we haven't heard. Um, yet exactly what that is, and, and, and maybe by the end of the evening yeah, tonight, you'll get an update. End of the day, we'll we'll get an update and and how that works and what that looks like. So um, you know, we he'll hopefully be back to campus in you know ten to twelve days. Sure. Um, you know, once he kind of uh, clears a couple days of physical therapy down down back home in Austin and, and getting back on campus second semester and and, and let our great training staff start uh, working on him. Well, Coach, um, you know, I thought we'd bring uh, the fans kind of behind the curtain here a little bit as we were supposed to have this interview a little bit earlier on. And uh, for those of you who don't know, R.J. Allen is very diligent. Not sure this is the favorite part of your job, (laughs) but you're always here when you're supposed to be here when I'm coming. Uh, You weren't here when I showed up earlier to do this. And uh, went into Coach DePriest's office, and, well, he's he's on the phone with a recruit right now. and that, that really just shows people how if there's a player on your team or a recruit that's calling, if you or your family doesn't have a medical emergency or you're in a game, you kind of have to be available, don't you? Yeah, we do. That's just kind of the nature of the beast. You know, you, you're you're constantly working. Um, as long as you got that phone on you, um, there's there's always something to do, someone to call, uh, someone to check in on. So that's uh, that that's what I was doing when when you stopped in the other day. I was uh, just I had missed a phone call from a recruit the night before and and uh, was able to get a hold of him. So we were able to uh, to talk a little bit. Well, and obviously uh, you made an offer. I don't think you can you can't talk about him at all. That's NCAA rules. But uh, obviously the Newman Jets audio network understands my, my question is uh, how long did it take for the family and the wife to understand that you know family dinner you know personal time if, uh, if that phone rings you got to answer it yeah it's, uh, that, that's still a work in progress <laughs> I'll be honest with you um, no my, my, my wife uh, our boys are, are, are phenomenal like my wife is amazing when it comes to just understanding um, that and and you know she she didn't really grow up around sports so this is all really new to oh, her okay. so she was not an athlete and 
quite frankly, didn't really like basketball when I met her. So, oh no, no. Not, so now, but she's all in, and it, it's it's kind of funny to kind of see how you know she's grown, and it's it's gone from you know uh, we're watching basketball again to like, hey, did you see that play? And, and it's just. It's uh, that that's been fun, and and uh, she's been really understanding, and and our boys are kind of like you know remind me of myself, like they're all in, like it's to them the coolest thing in the world to to see dad, and, you know, be at the gym and go to Newman and work with these guys and get to know these guys. So, uh, you know, my family's been been phenomenal with that. What's that like when you get to see your your kids playing with Coach DePriest's kids after after the game? They're always out there running around after the final horn. Yeah, we're we're like uh, the, you know one of the great great things about Newman, uh, just kind of behind the scenes, is like we've we've always been like just one big family and. You know, his wife and, and my wife and, and our children, you know, get along great and, and we hang out together outside of work and and uh, just to see them, you know, kind of grow up together uh, is, is is special uh, to me, definitely special to, to them and their family. So it's just been a, just a phenomenal bond we've been able to build the last three years with, with their family and, and uh, they've been great. The final question for you, the toughest one, as you know from our last episode of the JetCast when Coach Allen was on, I think that was episode two, Coach Allen, you know, because of his time, doesn't have time to really cheer for any other teams. So he cheers for an entire conference. <laughs> have you gotten over the Ohio State loss yet? Oh, yeah, that was a tough one. That was. I was I was going for Ohio State. Um you know, I hey, the, the kid from Clemson is really good. And he's fun to watch too. Uh, what what they've been able to do, and and they actually have a Wichita East East High kid on their team. Yeah, right? the Xavier Kelly. Yeah, kid. Xavier so, Kelly. No, you know that that that's uh, that's been phenomenal. What they've been able to do and how they've been able to sustain that success in their program. And yeah, that was a heartbreaker. I thought <laughs> I thought Ohio State would get that one just because uh, you know everyone talked about how the ACC was down in football this year. And the Big Ten was great, and and uh, Clemson came away with one. So I think it'll be exciting uh, national championship game. On to basketball for Coach Allen and the Big Ten. Coach, appreciate the time. Thank you. Next week on the JetCast, we'll get into some Newman Jet Wrestling with Coach Smith and Cameron Frame. That's coming up next week on the JetCast. So for now, Blake Cripps saying, Go Jets. Go Jets.